0: Uh, See, si, Señor. A dimly lit room, deep within the bowels of the Armstrong and Getty Communications compound. Today, on Little Friday, we're under the tutelage of our
4: general manager. I'm going to go with one of those theme general managers that you hate so much. Today's general manager issues issues. Okay. I was just, I was scanning. uh, We're Glamour Magazine
0: now. We're Glamour
4: Magazine. (laughs) No, I was scanning, you know, all the sound clips and the news stories I've assembled and all sorts of stuff. And it occurred to me there's a lot of arguing about issues and governance as opposed to simply idiotically fixating on Trump, which we did for five years. I mean there's a fair amount about, you know, Biden's senile and the rest of it, and he clearly there's some personality stuff, definitely. But it's mostly issues. What's the best way to do this? Are they screwing that up? Good. I think that's good.
0: Um, I dropped my keys when I guess was getting out of my car and I pulled the keys out of the little thing and then I dropped them and then they fell down the little underneath the seat. And I I've, I've oh Never the, never land. The never never land of under the seat to the combination of just like Crevices and wires. I mean, the ability for something to get hidden under your seat is absolutely
4: amazing. Yeah. Yeah. If she goes low and to the side, like beside the seat, way down into that, that brace that holds this, no, you're screwed. Yeah. Yeah. And then there's
0: sharp things and, you know. If you if you have a car that kids have ridden in, there's all kinds of like peanuts and mm. sticky things, <laughs> mm, and the beasts that devour them. Exactly, <laughs> gross.
4: Yeah, you um, got to have a child because you got to have it like a child sized hand. Yeah, and then say now, be careful; it's really sharp down there and son. sticky. What combination and of stick. sharp and sticky? And <laughs> there are probably
0: ants. Gross. Um, I'm Jack Armstrong. He's Joe Getty on this Thursday. It's August fifth, the year twenty twenty one. Where Armstrong and Getty, and we approve of this program.
4: You know, I should mention I'd considered making Ryan Krauser the, uh, the general manager. Who's that? He's this big, strong, jolly shot putter from Oregon. Cool. Who's setting all sorts of records oh, awesome. and he's just, he's a good old boy and just a likable character. Like
0: it, we're not winning any running races. For the first time ever, it looks like we're not going to win any golds in running. And uh, you know, when, too fat. Clearly, when I was a kid and watching the Olympics, we always dominated all your races. You expected an American to either win or, or come close, but no, no golds
4: for running races this year. Yeah, well, again, I say it's the obesity epidemic, but we'll uh, take your calls. <laughs> we won't We won't take your calls. All right, let's begin the show officially now. According to FCC rules and regs, here we go at Mark. I am the love gov. I'm a cool dude in a loose mood. You
3: know that. I just say, let it go. Just go with the flow, baby.
4: Unfortunate in retrospect. So this hour, we ought to redo
0: something we did late yesterday. Some of the stats on... Uh, landlords and who uh, can't be evicted and paying rent and all that sort of stuff as the eviction moratorium has been extended by the CDC, even though the Supreme Court has already ruled that the CDC doesn't have the power to do that. They can't do that. And uh, as listening to a commentator make the point, and uh, absolutely true, you're screwing with two of the most basic building blocks of what America is, private property and contracts. That's one of the oldest uh, pillars of this whole thing that we're doing in the free world. Private property and contracts, and you're saying
4: they don't mean anything. Well, and there are two other giant pillars to this thing. One being uh, politicians, office holders, high office holders, who are openly defying the Constitution. They are willing to pass things that are unconstitutional uh, in spite of their vow to protect and defend the Constitution. Secondly, uh, it came to my attention today. I read a really interesting piece. There are gigantic corporations, financial corporations, that are super bullish on buying up properties. Properties that say are sold under pressure or in a panic by small time landlords who are going broke. And those giant corporations are extremely politically connected. They're big giant donors. So for those of you who are still, uh, you know, uh, uh, brewing up your first cup of coffee or feeling a little fuzzy, long story short, giant financial interests are lobbying the government to do things that will cause small time property owners to go bankrupt so they can sweep in and 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 scoop up all those properties. Yeah, well that's uh that's troubling. Double ugly. No, keep voting for a bigger more powerful government though cuz they'll represent the little guy.
0: <laughs> Idiots. I can't imagine deciding to want to be a landlord right now, uh, particularly in California, but any in, in, in nationally as long as uh they're going to keep uh, messing with the free market the way they are.
4: Oh, yeah. The Washington Post, of all places, had a long and really interesting piece about one small-time landlord. A guy was an immigrant. He'd worked himself up from having nothing. Nothing. I mean, it is the American success story and really cool, except now nobody's paying rent, and he has now resorted to selling his stuff. He's going bankrupt himself. He's having to mow people's lawns. He's on medication because he's about to melt down mentally. Uh, And the government says, well, there are programs for you. Well, I can't get them. Well, call your state. Record number
0: of job openings out there. Oh, yeah. Not making people pay rent. Interesting. Still shoveling money out the door to people who uh, don't want to
4: work or can't work because they're afraid of COVID. Uh, Man, it's uh, what a mess. What a mess. Welcome to the the United States of France. We are becoming France, as we used to say. Um, so we'll get into some of the details on that again, because it was, it was
0: interesting stuff. Um, Florida's got the, or uh, there has broken their own record for COVID cases worse than the worst part of the pandemic. They've got more cases now.
4: Cases. We're talking about cases. Cases. I won't, I won't talk about cases Um,
0: because, um, because why?
4: Well, we're doing uh, an unprecedented amount of testing of asymptomatic people mm-hmm. just, to keep an eye on it. And in the past, the history of disease is if people came in coughing and choking, you'd test them. You wouldn't just do randomized tests of entire populations. Right. And this is a disease that often is asymptomatic. So it's all about hospitalizations and deaths for me. And those are rising, but they're very modest compared to uh, last year. Oh, no doubt.
0: Not even, uh, not even in the same category. Currently, uh, 96,000 a day cases across the nation on average. 410 deaths, up 65% on the 14-day rolling average. 410 a day. Mm. Obviously, obviously in, uh, in 10 days, you'd have 4,000 dead people uh, at that rate. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> but it is a pandemic of the non-vaccinated, so you have a choice, more or less. Almost completely, you have a choice.
4: So that's the end of that. That's the end of that story. Right. Right. Agreed. Do you hear there's a new uh, variant? The Delta Plus variant. Oh, I don't know that. Delta Plus. It's got the uh, power Plus. adjustable seats and the trim pack. It comes with Disney and Netflix. Exactly. <laughs> what's, what's Delta Plus? That's just yet another uh, biological mutation of the thing. And the usual, the, some scientists believe the Delta Plus is blah, 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 blah. <laughs> is there anything specifically unique about it? Uh, there's something about the protein binding to something or other. And some scientists believe blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Stop it. All right. Get uh, back to work. Pay your rent. Quit with the crap. I don't have
0: to pay my rent. You can't make me. Government ain't going to make me. So I'm not paying my rent. Awesome. Open the businesses. Let them open. Quit with your mandates. Let's get this country back to work. So we'll do that at the bottom of the hour. Some of the numbers behind that whole um, eviction moratorium thing are really interesting. And Joe Biden, who specifically said just days ago that it was unconstitutional, went ahead and allowed his White House to do it anyway. So I've heard that called not unconstitutional but anti-constitutional that is an Mm. anti-constitutional move by a president or or anybody who knows something isn't constitutional and does it anyway that is anti that is that is you just stating you don't believe the constitution should have sway i guess
4: the left would be tearing down buildings, monuments, oak trees, flags, if Trump had done this. It it would be, there would be rioting in the streets. But we had some good anecdotal evidence yesterday. If you are a landlord or a renter,
0: you know, go ahead and fess up. What's your story on, you, you've, you, you haven't been paid for this many months, you own this house that you're renting out, or, uh, you know, your story. Text line 415-295-KFTC. They're really quite surprising. Text line
4: 415-295-KFTC. How's mailbag look? Oh, it's very nice. Some good perspectives from the folks. You can email us now. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. We've
0: got some Olympic highlights uh, from you. I didn't know this hot, shot putter was on fire. That's fantastic. Go Oregon. I'm guessing it's a big old boy.
4: Oh, he's he a big old boy. It looks like a big old farm boy.
0: And push that. Put that shot. That he's shot. Putting, and I'm going to put it. I'm going to put it over there. Way over there. Take a bale of hay and heave it right over his head. I like that there could be not, could there be a more basic sport. Well, seeing who can run the fastest is pretty basic. Yeah. But it's also pretty basic who can throw this heavy thing the farthest. <laughs> That's a pretty basic sport also. Very little gear needed. Exactly. You need a dude and a rock. Uh, but all that on the way.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
2: The
0: Armstrong and Getty Show. A couple of quick things before we get to Mailbag. The right is supposed to be the side of white supremacy, yet the right has been hailing the black female wrestler from Texas who is all about America and the flag when she won the gold medal the other day. And the right can't stand Rapino, the white chick uh, soccer player who is anti America at every turn.
4: I'm so confused. It's as if it isn't just about race. Uh,
0: We also got a really long text about chemtrails that I'll have to dig into to get to more of the information. Yeah, you go ahead. And how they uh, changed it during Trump and now. And also, um, this one, maybe you can help me out on this one, Joe. Hey, guys, Faggotwee here. So that's a friend of Armstrong and Getty over 20 years. 20 years. years. Wow.
4: Wow. Thank you, my
0: friend. Signing out. You've lost a loyal listener over your response to oh. COVID and the vaccine. So okay. long, sweet America. And I and I honestly don't know if, they, um, if it's because we have been saying get the vaccine because we both got it first opportunity or because I had Mike Slater on last week who is an anti-vaccine guy and laying out on why he didn't get the vaccine, um, which, as I uh, suggested at the time, is uh, I'm all about hearing other people's opinions. But anyway,
4: um, I don't know which... Reason that person is signing out. Do you have a guess? Uh, I suspect it's because we we think the vaccine is overall safe and a good idea to get, and and people are so whipped up and so convinced that every issue and every opinion is a declaration of either uh, complete goodness or utter evil that if you find out somebody disagrees with you on something, you you just leap to the conclusion that they're insane or or <laughs> dangerous. I don't. We're out I don't to get, get it. Um,
0: uh, Tim Sandifer with a pretty long response personally to me about some of the stuff around why it's emergency approved and not fully approved and whether that means anything or not. Maybe we'll get to that this hour because that might clear up a lot of things for people who are still going with the whole, uh, it's just emergency approved.
4: It's an experimental vaccine. Right. So we could could get into that. Yeah, yeah, and, you know, one of the reasons I don't tend to get mad at people and decide to cut them off after a 20-year relationship, my, uh, my, uh, uh, emotional friend. Is that there's so much varying information out there, and some of it's uh, intentionally misleading to get your money and clicks. Some of it's just a preliminary data turns out not to be borne out by further experiments. I just, I, I also, I, I also the, think the the, the, the the you're dead to me thing. I, I also,
0: I also think if somebody has a different opinion, me, I think oh, they might they might know something I don't know, <laughs>
4: and then and then
0: maybe I'd have their opinion. They might have some information I don't have.
4: Unless you're convinced that every issue is either the uh, the mark of the beast or the the sign of the cross upon ye, chemtrails, mailbag, not mailbag. Oh, that was close. I, I think that was a box. I think
0: you went around. Box. <laughs> <laughs>
4: Time for the freedom loving quote of the day instead. But that sir. was a full swing. <laughs> oh, please. I just, I stumbled halfway through the delivery, <laughs> threw the ball sideways, hit the third base coach in the ear. <laughs> Terrible. Uh, once again, a freedom loving quote of the day from Thomas Sowell because I'm lazy and virtually everything he says is absolutely wonderful. So I've got a great list of his quotes, but we'll move on to somebody else next week. But, uh, some Americans will never appreciate America until after they have helped destroy it and have then begun to suffer the consequences. I know. I think that's true. And then I like this just because it's snarky and clever. Advice to the young. You don't have to listen to anybody. You can learn everything from your own personal experience. Of course, you will be at least 50 years old by the time you know what you need to be 25.
0: Yeah, well, ain't that the truth?
4: Re- yes, reject all the accumulated wisdom of mankind and decide that your generation knows better than ever Well, of course, every generation does the same. Mailback. Dan in beautiful Roseville, California. Rice. I recently attended a memorial service at a wine bar in the wonderful Pacific Northwest. Average age of attendees over seventy years. No one was wearing a mask. No one was social distancing, and I heard not one word uttered regarding the so-called pandemic. You two lame brains are worse than the lamestream media when it comes to real information about COVID. You spew studies, percentages, and so-called science like you actually have a vague idea what's going on. You do not know anything. Please give it up and shut up until you get a clue. In the meantime, you're accomplishing nothing good and simply promoting fear upon fear upon fear by your nonsense. A former part-time listener.
0: You know, I agree with you the fact that uh, a, a lot of the chatter about uh, COVID is in the media and in real life it n- almost never comes up. But at the same time, the government's making major moves that affect all of us with with tax
4: dollars. And from that standpoint, it's still relevant. Well, and as you pointed out, affecting the very pillars of American civilization, property rights, contracts, etc. Uh, more criticism, hyperpalatable foods. What a bogus, hypercomplicated term. <laughs> Gee, Mom, thanks for the apple pie. It was hyperpalatable. And I always loved when Tony the Tiger would say, they're hyperpalatable. Boy, <laughs> my head hurts. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for listening, Joe. I think the
0: idea is the uh, things that are created to to blast your brain with a flavor and then disappear to make you want to eat another one. Apple, yeah, lab ap- creations. Apples are delicious because well, they're just delicious by nature, but they're yeah. not designed to trick you to eat more. You don't eat 30 apples in a sitting. Your
4: brain doesn't work that way. No, if you did, you would remain on the toilet for the next You'd few days. You have to wear plastic pants. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, Marv sent along the sign at my local mini mart. We are short staffed. Please be patient with the staff that did show up. We can't get anybody to work. We're doing our best. You know, apply within.
0: That's a good one. I got a question I got to ask you about tipping uh, a later uh, situation I ran into.
4: Similar deal there. Short staffed
0: okay. restaurants everywhere you go. But how do you tip?
4: Okay, yeah, we can talk about that. Uh, we also uh, we got a, a, a nice email from somebody who'd been traveling across the upper Midwest who said literally every single business they stopped, ate at, bought from, said we're desperate for help, apply within. Yep. The, the basic pillars of American life are now under management by the government. How do you think it's going so far? Help wanted
0: signs everywhere, but you don't have to pay your rent. Interesting.
4: Armstrong and Getty.
2: Learn more at MeaningfulBeauty.com.
3: You can work from the road while turning your vehicle into a powerful high-speed data Wi-Fi hotspot with AT&T in-car Wi-Fi
2: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: After an indoor world record to start the year, and now has come to Tokyo, Ryan Krauser. Oh, ah, come
1: on! Oh, man. That might be it. That's so close, you guys. The
0: record is 76-8 and a quarter. Yes! And he's just below that in his final throw in competition. 76-5 and a half. The second longest throw in history. Awesome.
4: And an American? I could throw that thing out of my shadow. <laughs> an Oregonian wins the world record.
0: We need to isolate that grunt if somebody can come up with that. It sounded like me when I drop a pen on the floor.
4: and have to pick it up. Beautiful. Very similar sound. He's one of the great shot putters of all time. No doubt I'm reading his uh, Wikipedia page. He's got a degree in finance, too. Somebody emailed oh, cool. Yeah, Brainy and Brawny. What's his name? Ryan Krauser. Ryan Krauser, because I need a picture of that. I need a picture of this
0: guy, and I'm going to look it up. I'm going to your image search. He's a big old boy. He looks like a big old farm boy. He looks like a guy who would put the shot a long way. He, he,
4: he looks like a guy you'd say a boy i bet he could throw heavy things a long way if he had to hell yeah he's six seven three twenty whoa that's a lot of humans <laughs> 320. twenty oh that is a large man that is a crap load of homo sapien right there <laughs> Woo. he's like a different breed of dog I'm a nice little golden retriever, but he's a big old Great Dane. That's a brick S-house-a dude. (laughs) Oh, I'm telling you. Back to blank up. Well Uh, done, though, Ryan. Well done, buddy. We just got a
0: text. 45% of statistics are made up on the spot. Thank you for that. (laughs) A classic. A classic. Um, So you probably heard maybe on this show yesterday when we were talking about it that Joe Biden, a day after saying it'd be unconstitutional, for the CDC to say people don't have to pay rent because where does the freaking Centers for Disease Control, which was invented to deal with malaria, I think, back in the day and still like all like any government agency, you open it for one crisis and it just stays around forever. Right. Now is telling landlords you can't make them pay the rent. But I bought this duplex and I've got a four thousand dollar mortgage every month on the duplex. I mean, I, I didn't pay cash for the duplex. I just had enough money for a down payment, and I make enough money that I could afford the, the 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 mortgage. But I I need that rent. But sorry, you don't get the rent. We are the Centers for Disease Control.
4: What? In <laughs> two days ago, you said you can't find the legal authority to do this, no matter how hard you look. Well, wait, we changed our minds.
0: Anyway, that's where we are now. Um, and the uh, and Joe Biden went ahead and said, well, we're going to try and do it and see what we can do. Um, and it's a very frustrating. So um, a number of things are in play here. And part of it is that the AOC crowd, the Bernie crowd, they picture every landlord as a super wealthy Montgomery Burns type person or a giant corporation that has endless money.
2: And
4: Interestingly enough, their policies are empowering gigantic corporations with endless money, but go on. And uh, progressives are taking a victory lap on that
0: whole thing. In most people's imagination, I'm reading from the, uh, the dispatch here, and they were quoting um, a, a person from uh, Cato. An organization we like that stands up for libertarians and freedom and all that sort of stuff. And most people's imaginations, the affected landlords are likely large banks or real estate corporations. But that is hardly the case across the board. In May 2021, the Washington Post cited U.S. census data, oh, U.S. census data, showing that 8 million rental properties were an average of $5,600 behind. And that about half of those, 8 million, are owned by small landlords who manage their own rentals and depend on them for basic income. So there are 4 million landlords across this country who who need the rent to be able to pay the mortgage. And if they can't, they're going to lose the place. And what do you think that's going to do to rents? Those of you who are always worried about what re- housing cost is, you think that rentals are going to get, there are going to be more rentals and they're going to be more affordable I'm less likely than I've ever been in my life to want to become a landlord.
4: Oh, yeah. Even yeah, though I can, af-
0: I can afford to become a landlord, but it seems like a terrible idea right now.
4: Agreed. Yeah. Yeah. And this reminds me very much of uh, what Tim Sandifer has, has helped us understand, us meaning y'all and us is that so many times the regulations that uh, affect an industry were actually passed by the giants in that industry. Well, they were lobbied for by the giants because they know only the giant industries can afford compliance offices and and keep up with the legal paperwork and the rest. They know it crushes small competitors. Well, in the same way, these uh, it's only giant finance corporations that can endure six months of no rent. So they're lobbying for this stuff to happen to crush small landlords, get them out of the business, pressure sales, foreclosures, the rest of it, then they snap up the properties.
0: So, so rentals will become what we were just talking about, the AOC Bernie crowd pictures rentals being. They will all become that, owned by giant, giant corporations. Uh, According to government estimates, a third of small landlords are at risk right now of bankruptcy or foreclosure as the pandemic continues into the second year. Now you've got this other angle of it, that Congress approved $46 billion in rental assistance that's supposed to help people pay their rent. But it's still somewhere—forty-six billion dollars. We got into this conversation yesterday. Is this in a bank account somewhere, or is this in people's imagination? Where's the, when Congress passes a forty-six billion-dollar rent bailout thing? Where's the money? It—it's it, it, imaginary until it gets into somebody's pocket. Where is it?
4: If you know, text us four one five two nine five KFTC. But it ain't going out the door. It's in the mind of AOC and Nancy Pelosi, apparently. Yeah, because the money's not being distributed. Just got this note from Chris. Landlord sounds like something from the dark ages. But considering how much farmland, rentals, residential properties, billionaires are buying up, we're headed for a neo-feudal political system. Interesting. Boy, that's fine. I actually think we are, Chris. Yeah, well said, bud.
0: And we got some text from people who are in this situation. I'm owed $34,000 from a tenant who's delinquent before covid The moratorium should not apply to people who stopped paying before COVID, but it does. Marco's small landlord. So somebody who wasn't paying their rent before COVID hit got to say, "Eh no, I really don't have to pay the rent. Right. Living rent free for a year plus. I have perfectly healthy tenants who are collecting unemployment while not working after quitting their job at Tesla. And by not paying, I'm uh, owed way over $100,000. Well, probably live in the Bay Area. Your rent's probably like $5,000, so it wouldn't take that long to get to $100,000. You could do the math on that. It wouldn't be
4: very difficult. They quit their jobs. They're getting paid by the government to stay home, and they're not paying rent. The Great state, system.
0: The state says they're going to reimburse me, but I've only been reimbursed on one unit so far. You've also, when you, this is what happens when you start jerking with the market and everything like that. So if I'm a tenant and I know that the landlord is going to get this money eventually, am I a stupid person for paying my rent? Or should I look at it as, no, I'm not going to pay my rent. I now have uh, put $100,000 in the bank. He's going to get his $100,000 from the taxpayer, which I am. Eventually. Eventually. But Mm -hmm. he's going to get his $100,000. I now have $100,000 in the bank, maybe for a down payment on a house or something.
4: So, and the, so what's the smart thing to do here? I'm not, I'm not the honorable thing, but the smart thing to do. Right. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and then the great insidious force that takes over is, and this, this leeches into every aspect of the economy, practically every aspect of your life. What is the best way to spend your energy? What is the smartest thing to do to get what you want out of life? It's no longer be creative, energetic, work hard, et cetera. It's, it's petition the government. It's beg the government. Beg bureaucrats. Follow the paper trail. Rent-seeking is the, the economic term for it. It becomes the most important skill in a socialist society to know how to manipulate the government. That's why Russians, especially older Russians who came from the Soviet system, are so good at exploiting the system when they get here. So what they had to do to, to stay alive and prosper.
0: Uh, when we come back, I want to talk a little bit about how you should treat businesses that are giving you crappy service at a time when you know they're understaffed. Because uh, I keep running into that over and over and over again. And maybe we'll hmm. bring in young Alex who does a little uh, table waiting himself and helps us out. So, uh, uh, Louis C.K., the comedian, announced yesterday he's going on a national tour. This will be his first time uh, out there making the rounds to the crowds since it was revealed that he makes women watch him masturbate. But uh the 52-
4: Well he invites them to.
0: Right. Uh he thought it was a uh it was a, a mutual agreement, but between the two, they felt like you're the big star and if I want to keep working as your opening act, I probably
4: better sit here and watch you, I guess. A- and I didn't think you were serious until you <laughs> took it out.
0: Now I don't know what to do. This is really uncomfortable. We're kind of friends. Anyway, yeah. the fifty three year old Louis C.K., whose real name is Louis... Zezekli. Exactly. Interesting. Uh, the national nationwide tour will kick off in New York City's Hulu Theater, and he's going to travel all around the country, and I would go see him. Uh, absolutely, because he's one of the funniest people who has ever walked planet Earth. He's also got a weird
4: kink. Well, he's unlikely to you know, unleash right there in the theater. Probably. The question is, do you think he will address this?
0: Uh, it'll be part of his act, yeah. He certainly seems like the kind of guy that would make that part of his act. Absolutely, and probably yeah. in an hilarious way. I would agree.
4: I would agree. <laughs> A very clever man, <laughs> troubled but clever.
0: You know, he's. I was going to mention this because it's because uh, it, it might fit with our show. Louis C.K. I find to be one of the funniest people who's ever lived. He regularly goes past my line. I've had to turn him off before because he he says things that I just like. I'm so uncomfortable with. I don't even want to hear him. But you can't like people or shows that are edgy, and then when they cross your particular edge, decide they're out. They should be banned. I'm never going
4: to watch them again. They're them. bad people.
0: Yeah, exactly. They're bad people. That, that's yeah. It's kind of ridiculous, isn't it, to have an expectation that you like people who are edgy as long as they know exactly what your line is and never cross it. Right. He crosses yeah. my line all the time. Remember when he did that Saturday Night Live bit about child molesters? That was I didn't dig that. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
4: yeah. It was an interesting point, though. (laughs) His his routine. (laughs) It was an interesting point. Yeah. Well, it's like The Family Guy is the classic example of that for me. I love that show. I absolutely love it, and it regularly offends me.
0: I I don't know if I've ever made it through an entire show without having to turn it off. They'll get into some, like, abortion humor or something like that. I'm like, all right, I'm out. Yeah. But the first 15 minutes was hilarious. I'll sit through it usually. I don't often turn it off. Hey, speaking of which... They arrested 17 people in a child sex sting in Florida. Just you know, uh, they're, they're arresting. Uh, the police chief called them. What did he call them? Inhuman monsters would have been a good choice. Something like that. Yeah. Anyway, troubling thing: three of them worked at Disney, Disney World. Oh boy, three Disney World people who almost certainly had to take that job scouting for. For either troubled kids or kids who get lost, or I don't know what. but It's a hell of a coincidence if that ain't the case. Yeah. That's, that's a heck of a thing. No reply from Disney on that. Mm. Uh, we didn't know they were pervs. Sorry. Signed the mouse. That's pretty troubling, though. Yeah. I'll yeah. never get that out of my head, uh, taking my kids to various places. So every business you go into is understaffed right now. Almost everyone. The, the service is terrible. Um, how do you handle that? Do you have a... Uh, are you tipping normal, realizing... Or if you have to chase someone down to get something to drink, do you, and, but you're paying the normal price. They're charging mm. full price. Mm. Well, we'll talk about it. Okay. Text line four one five two nine five kftc
4: Armstrong and Getty.
3: It was a historic night here uh, with Laurel Hubbard competing as the first openly transgender in an uh, in uh, individual event. And I was wondering you know, what you felt about that and what you felt that, that it took place in, in your sport. Wait for it.
0: No, thank you.
4: Reporter asking the gold, silver, and bronze medalists in the women's weightlifting... What do you think about that brave new transgender woman who said blah blah blah? And they both they all three just stared at the guy, and finally the American said, No, thank you. Hmm. That's how real woman athletes feel about this stuff. Don't hmm. don't for a single second think the mainstream narrative is, is held by anybody who actually deals with the reality of it.
0: Also, the other night, the 400-meter hurdles, they're calling it the greatest race in Olympic history as first and second were neck and neck and both broke world records. But the second-place guy is accusing the first-place guy of wearing illegal shoes that gave him a benefit that's become kind of a controversy. Maybe we'll talk about that. I've got some real stuff, too, the stuff that matters that I got from podcasts yesterday, and I will tell you this. And, you know, we're on the radio, and we have a podcast, and advertising other podcasts is, you know, taking money out of my own pocket and Cheerios out of my own kids' uh, mouths. But I'm against it. But I got a lot of great, interesting information out of podcasts yesterday. And you know what I didn't hear one word of out of all those podcasts? Anything about Governor Cuomo. The, 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 the mainstream media sucks. They all live in New York, so they're all—our uh, governor's— Touched a woman's boob. So for two days now, it's the only news in America, and the vast majority of you don't really give a crap. Uh, this, uh, so, but, but my point is, there's a lot of really interesting information available in the world. Put a little effort into seeking it out, and you will find it. Just I, listen to this show all the time. Right, and I got some great stuff on uh, various topics on how Twitter is a head fake. The real influencers are not on Twitter, and they're staying off Twitter because they know Twitter sucks up all the attention, but... Huh. Um, that later. We are talking just a little bit ago about how there are help-wanted signs everywhere, and there absolutely are. It's almost impossible to go into a business where there's not help-wanted sign. But I don't think I'm the only person that's noticed that service is just crap everywhere, and I I assume that it's because they're understaffed. Mm-hmm. And so I try to keep my, uh, my displeasure uh, to myself, uh, given the fact that they want to be open, and the people that are working there, it's not their fault. On the other hand... You are at least in like, for instance, the case of restaurants. You're paying full price. You're paying full load for the meal. I went to kind of an expensive restaurant the other night with my son, and I had to to, to walk around the restaurant trying to find a human being for a while to get something to drink because we were both so thirsty. And this was wow. an expensive restaurant. I mean, it was the bill ended up for two of us. I think we spent like 150 bucks. I mean so it was it was an expensive steak restaurant but I had to chase somebody down to get something to drink because we we're so thirsty I had to chase somebody down to get some salt because we just couldn't find anybody anywhere wow. and um, and it doesn't make me mad I'm not I, I'm not like I mean if you listen to this show you know I, I I go to bars where you urinate in troughs I'm not a fancy person I don't expect a certain <laughs> standard of living but if I'm paying that much money for a restaurant I hate to be chasing people down for stuff you're so what are the what's your rule there on tipping how do you tip?
4: You know, this is such a weird time. This is such a special circumstance. I, I, my answer is affected by the fact that these people showed up to work for a living. God bless them. They're the heroes. The fact that you can't get a drink and you're dying of thirst is a little frustrating, though. So would you though. tip more? I don't then? know. She so
0: you would tip more, then? You're doing the, the normal
4: 15 20% or... Gosh, that's a good question. I, I haven't really thought it through. I haven't really... Judy and I have been going out less lately. Um
0: I, I don't know. That's a great question.
4: Maybe while you're thinking
0: it through, we'll bring in uh young Alex who uh, waits Maybe tables. just
4: grade it on effort entirely. If the person's working really hard, you give him a little love. What are most people doing, Alex? I see somewhere between... Ten to twenty percent, which I know is a wide
0: swath. But, but is that up or down from pre-COVID times? Uh, definitely more up. I see it towards the higher end, towards okay. the twenty percent. So okay. I definitely see the respect being shown. Where you work, do you feel like the service is less than it used to be? Woefully, yes. Yeah, woefully. Yeah, we're very understaffed. Wow. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'm at the, the kind of restaurant where normally you'd have been like annoyed by how many people are coming by and filling your water glass. Mm-hmm. You know that kind of restaurant, and it was like yeah. I'm walking around the place in the dark. Going by people's tables, excuse me. Have you seen anybody who's a waiter? And <laughs> just
4: <laughs> does anybody work here at all? Yeah, does anybody work here? Did everybody quit? Did, did the pay the, place, the light bill? Did the place close? And then what he told me? When the government gets involved, how often is the cure not worse than the disease? How often does it not completely screw up markets? Do you know and, any of the people that aren't coming in? I, I have regulars that don't come in now. Yeah, they. They've, do
0: they've you know me. Do you know them personally? Anyway. Do you mean customers, Jack, or workers? Uh, workers. Yeah, oh, no, I I know everybody I know that okay. has worked there come, continues to come. You out. know, because I'm just going with a lot of people, the anecdotal evidence that people are staying home because they're getting paid enough from the government to stay home.
4: Well, yeah, I read the other day, I think there are 6.2 million jobs or something like that, uh, fewer than there were before the pandemic, and yet they're, those jobs are ready for a human, but they can't get a human.
0: How are you tipping? 415-295-KFTC. If you miss an hour of the Armstrong and Getty Show, get the podcast, armstrongandgetty.com.